We are It's Just a Hill, a cycling club that promotes inclusion, judgment-free, with no gatekeepers. Focused on creating content from behind the handlebars to in the studio, It's Just a Hill is producing videos and podcasts to spread the message that cycling is for everyone. We are focused on reminding everyone that riding your bike can help you overcome any obstacle, because after all, it's just a hill. Hello and welcome to another episode of the It's Just a Hill podcast. I am John Stenning and I am sitting here with Jake Saunders. Hi, Jake. Hey, John. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing well, man. Thank you for coming. Uh, we just rode our bikes. Yep. Um, it is a Sunday afternoon, not to timestamp the podcast too much because sometimes, you know, that takes people out of it. Um, but yeah, let's, I'd, I'd like to introduce you to the audience um, maybe like just in a, in a broad scheme of things. So if you, if you don't mind, you want to just like, tell us a little bit about yourself, like what you do for work, and then we can get into like cycling, yeah. uh, you know, more specific stuff. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, thank you for having me. Hell yeah. Thanks for first, coming. First podcast I've ever done. Oh yeah. Huge. Right. Um, I will say there's a little bit of an added pressure after listening to, to some of your other podcasts, but, um, yeah, thanks for having me. Um, I guess to give an overview of who I am. So, uh, so I'm originally from Wisconsin, not yeah. New Englander. I'm from uh, Wisconsin originally. Moved out to Rhode Island seven years ago. Yep. Um, so my, I met my wife after we uh, graduated from college. Met her on Tinder. Uh, nice. We ended up moving moving out here to Rhode Island. Yep. Um, and I, I work at Brown. I'm a fundraiser at Brown. Um, and uh, I guess my my long story short, how I got into cycling, mm -hmm. and more more or less, I, I come from a background of triathlon. Right. So uh, I grew up playing competitive hockey um, oh, cool. all through, you know, you must be big in Wisconsin, huge. Yeah. yeah. Wisconsin, yep. Minnesota. I mean, it's super competitive. There's, yep. uh, I mean, people you put, I skates on when I was four years old, you know, oh, wow. yeah, super yep. competitive. People take it really serious. Yep. Um, so I played competitively, then played like in bar leagues and things like that yep. uh, through college. And then um, there was a kid that I went to high school with who got into triathlon. He was like posting, this was like Facebook, your pictures oh, and it was yep. really big time. Yep. And I was like, dude, that looks so sick. And at the time when I was in college, I really into weightlifting, oh, lifting okay. heavy weights. Yep. I was like 200, 205 pounds. It was a big, big guy. Yep. Um, and I was like, dude, that looks so sick. I want to try to do a triathlon someday. Yep. So I like bought a, uh, a road bike for like 300 bucks. Wow. Like it was like a commuter bike that you would see like on a college campus. Oh sure. You know, like yep. with the fenders and yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like, whatever. I was like, I have it. And like I started training, didn't know how to like grew up on a lake, but like didn't know how to swim oh, like okay. laps, right? Yep. It's totally yep. different. You know, like swimming to like a buoy or something is different than like go doing laps in a pool. Yeah. So I like did my first triathlon and I was like, holy crap, that was awesome. That was fun. Yeah. And then I just got really, really into it over time. And then my wife and I moved out here. Um, and I was just training more, I was getting faster, I was getting better. Um, and then I started working with a coach back in 2016. Okay. Um, and yep. he was like, you know, what are your goals? What do you want to do? And I was, I was getting pretty fast, like through the amateur field and yep. winning the races and things like that. Um, and I was like, you know what? I was like, kind of want to see if I could like earn my professional license, maybe, you know, race among like the best guys just to yeah. see how, how good I can get. Um, you know, I was working full time still like married, um, working, you know, 40 hours a week. I was training 20, 25 hours a week. Wow. Earned my professional license. In 2018, I raced as a professional in 2019. You and have to qualify in certain races to do that? Yeah. Yep. So uh, there's a few different ways that USA Triathlon does it, but you can 
in a, in a short sense, you can like win the amateur race yep. at, with a professional field, or you get like these points that you can accumulate kind of gotcha. on so an kind average. Kind of similar score. to a cycling license. Yes, yeah, that yeah. You yes. move up in categories. Yes, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and then you can choose whether or not to to take your license. And so at the end of 2017, I I earned it, or 2018, and I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm just gonna go for it because once you get a license, it's good for three years. I was like, I'm gonna oh, go cool. all in for like three years. Yeah. Um, just see how fast I can get. No, I'm not going to win these races because these guys, there's guys that do this full time. They, you know, they don't, uh, they don't work. work yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, uh, I trained my ass off 2018, 2019 race to professional, completely different, uh, racing setup in terms of like what the amateur race is like and what the professional oh, race really? is like. Yeah. Amateur race is like pure time trial you're just doing your best okay. pacing yourself yep. versus when you're a professional you're racing against guys you got to keep up with them you know it's yep. just like totally different yep. um and i was getting my ass kicked you know in the professional yeah. field i would come in like 19th 17th place yeah um how big is still, the field a thousand two thousand people yeah but yep. i mean think of triathlon there's not a lot of money so it's like you finish outside the top 10 you get zero you know right. zero dollars right. and you you're just, putting money into it not oh, only the training time but yeah and i mean traveling to you know, right. canada like and Louisville, then the entry california yeah everywhere right. yeah yeah, right. yeah so right. um long story short is race as a pro learned a lot of stuff got faster in 2019 all of a sudden 2020 came covid came yeah uh yep. and then I just honestly, man, after I was training, you know, four years, five years, 20, 25 hours a week, yeah. I woke up one day and I was like, I was like supposed to go swim. I was like, I don't want to do this today. Yeah. Like rolled over to my wife. I was like, Hey, it's like five 30 in the morning. I was like, Hey, I don't, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do triathlon you anymore. You felt it. Yeah. And she's yeah. like, she's like, can we talk about this later? And I was just like, <laughs> I had like, like an awakening. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. I just had like a moment. I was like, I just yeah. want to ride my bike. Yeah. And I've always just been like out of triathlon always look forward the most to riding my bike, you know, yep. like on the weekends, a long ride or doing yep. intervals, whatever it was. I was like, man, I just love riding my bike. Swimming was just like a labor of like, had, it was part of doing it, you sure. know, part of the triathlon. Running I enjoy, but I was always really injury prone as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was always dealing with something and like yep. cycling was just like, loved it. Yeah. Um, so anyways, bring this full, full no, circle. No, this is about you. you. This yeah, is yeah, all yeah. about bring you. this full circle. Yeah, is like, yeah. uh, early 2020, I like had like my awakening sold my TT bike like a week after I was like, I'm done. Sold yep. it, yep. got some money, bought my night, my new road bike. And yep. then, uh, just started riding and then, you know, it was pandemic. So there was no races. Yep. Um, and then, you know, I just training for road racing and th things like that. And then, uh, that's what I've been doing ever since. So that's kind of how it morphed, I guess, into yeah. what I, I, you know, do now. Now, were you like, uh, before you got into sort of like the amateur circuit of triathlons, yeah. what, did you sort of feel like like did the bike or did running or did swimming like call to you more before you got into it or yeah um so i grew up <clears throat> like uh, you know hockey and everything like right. that but i grew up riding bikes a ton gotcha uh bmx bikes like my, okay. my 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 uh some of my best friends like lived we all lived kind of in the same so really rural wisconsin but we all yeah. live within a couple miles of each other gotcha and like like you know growing up it's like you like lived like with your house but then you, usually your parents had like a bunch of land just because it's so like oh, sure from yeah. rural yeah. we would build like these jumps and bmx tracks oh, cool. and like we would spend like all summer doing that and yeah. i grew up um just riding bikes we would ride to school like we would ride everywhere yeah um but i always like i said i always just gravitated toward riding my bike like i look forward to it the most like yeah. out of everything yeah um and like like i said it was just uh an easy decision once i realized i didn't want to do triathlon anymore right right and so when, like, what was the first like cycling specific race that you did? Yeah. Um, so outside of Zwift, 
Uh, yeah. 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 No, I'm no joking. we can talk I, about Zwift no, too. Yeah, we will. Yeah. 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 Um, so the first one, I, so I actually did a road race in 2017 when I was doing oh, okay. triathlon. Just bike specific. Yes. Yep. It was a road race up in Monson, Massachusetts. And oh, I did okay. it with a buddy of mine who was also a triathlete. He's like, oh, do you want to do it just for fun? I was like, yeah. yeah. So that was like the first one I did, but I don't really consider it a race. I had like no idea what I was doing. Gotcha. You know, at the time yep. I was like, we're triathletes. Like we have poor, really poor handling skills. Like, no, don't <laughs> yeah. ride around us, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. Um, so we pretty much just rode together. And then like, yeah, it was kind of uneventful. But the first race I did was this past summer in 2020, Nitty Grit, Sunshine yep. Crit. Sunshine Crit, yep. Um, I did, that was the first actual race um, that I did. Uh, ended up crashing at that race, believe it or not. Um, so I was off the front. Uh-huh. Uh, it was a four cat four five race. So I was off yep. the front for like, 20 minutes like nine laps or something like that right. and then they're like one lap to go and i was like oh shit one lap hell yeah. yeah yeah so i was like all right i'm gonna kick into overdrive now and i just took like a horrible line uh on like the second left turn at that course and like yeah. my rear wheel skidded out and i ended up crashing um off the front solo like people yeah. are like oh i'm gonna do a crit i'm scared around other people and yeah. like yeah. you know rubbing elbows or whatever sure. like they're like oh crashes happen well, i crashed yeah. by myself yeah, you were out front. yeah no one was no, with people me were not yeah, around you. Yeah, yeah so anyways crashed um yeah. And then, yeah, and then I had to come back from that. I had a concussion from that. I was kind of banged Damn. up just all over. Yeah. Um, but then what I did, so then I was like, all right, I need to start riding in groups. I need to get, like, more comfortable being around people. So I started going to the uh, SmackDown rides up, yeah, in up in Providence and doing those. Yep. I started doing group rides. Yeah. Um, and then I did the green mountain stage race. That was yep. actually like the, those were the first set of races that I did. Uh-huh. Um, and that was in September. Yep. So I did that, and that was a great, great experience. That's just in Vermont. Learning. How yes. many? Three or four stages? Um, it's four. There's a time trial. Yep. Then a circuit race, and then the Queen stage, which is, which is like the climbing mountain mountain yep. stage. Yep. And then the Criterium is on Monday, so it's oh, four cool. stages. Yeah. Yeah, and like going to that, I was like, for all of this too, I was just like, I want to get experience racing. It's just totally different, like the yep. dynamics of like you got to stay with it with the group. You know, the surging. You got to yep. yep. read the pack. People going off the front. Like it's just there's a lot more going on than it's triathlon where you're like all right i'm gonna go my speed the entire time like you sure. gotta you gotta follow wheels things like right. that um so it was really the first time i was like actually racing and it was it was a ton of fun had a mm-hmm. great time ended up winning three of the four stages at the race yeah unfortunately the second stage i flatted oh. um and like so like of course okay this is like funny but you know like in the tour like if the guy so i i won the tt the, the first day yeah so I, they, they give you the yellow oh, jersey sure, the leader yeah. jersey yes so i had the leader's jersey and like you know it's like funny um, like in the tour, like if Chris Froome's wearing the yellow jersey and he flats, yes. like the Peloton waits up and they're like, all right, we're sure. going to wait for the guy with the yellow sure. jersey. But no, it's probably the opposite. Yeah, so that's they what happened. To crush I, wasn't, you. I wasn't expecting them to like slow down. I was yeah. like, this is a cat four or five. Right. I'm not expecting them to slow down. Right. But uh, yeah, they just like went and I was like, whatever. So then I like did like a 40 minute TT, like to try to like minimize the gap. Sure. Um, and just try to minimize the time. But yeah, so I, I, you know, flatted on that stage and then I ended up winning the third stage which is the the mountain stage, the which stage. is awesome. Yeah. 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 Highly recommend doing that race just for the app. It, you feel like you're in a professional race going oh, up cool. the last day. It's so yeah. there's chalk on the road. There's fans. Spectators. It's, it sick. Dude. Oh, wow, wow. You feel like you're in like the tour, like mountain yeah. stage. It was yeah. sick. Yeah. Um, and then I, I won the criterium on the Monday as well. Yeah. Um, and to kind of bring this a little bit back is I met Cal. Yes. So I met Cal and I was yeah. like, Hey, or he's like, hey, I'm from Rhode Island too. He's like, you were at the Nitty Grit. And I was like, yes. I was like, I was. And yeah. uh, I met him and he was wearing your It's Just a Hill it jersey. A hill and jersey. I was like, yeah. I joined that club on Strava. And oh, I was cool. I, I was like, I've been meaning to come down for a group ride. He's yeah. like, you should. Yeah. And we talked a little bit through the race and stuff like that. So that's how I 
um, I met him, and then he introduced me to you at, at Jamestown. Jamestown. Yes, right. exactly. So right. that's how we're coming back yeah, here. Yeah, it's full circle. So, yeah. Um, yeah, and then to bring it back again, those, so that's the first set of races I did. Really loved it just to learn, you know, the dynamics of a race, learn right. how to, you know, pace and do all these different things. Um, riding in a group with like 50 people. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. And then we, I did Jamestown as well, which yep. was in October. October. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was fun too. Like, no plans or anything like that. Yeah. You know, technically, I think I. I joined the bike works team like right. a couple weeks after oh, and yeah. they're all like, they're yeah. all like, all right, team tactics going into this. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, yeah, I was yeah. like the thing about team tactics with like, especially like cat four or five racing, like everybody's out there. They want to win. Nobody's right. like, we're going to slow the field up. Yeah. It's we're like, like gonna, a domestic. Yeah. yeah, 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 no, yeah I was right, like, no, right. I was like, everybody's racing for themselves. Everyone wants to exactly, win. Exactly. Right, yeah. So right. like, you're not taking it for the team. No, no, like, you I'm not going to sign up for pay 50 bucks for a race and like sit up and be like, all right, team one. But I just spent 50 bucks to come here and do hundred Watts the whole time, you know, pull my guy to the line. Exactly. And then pull off. Exactly. So when I saw, I remember this cause I remember Brian, and Sean went off the front. They tried yes. to do an attack or whatever. Yes. And that's when the truck almost hit them. Yes. And Brian and then, has some footage of that. And I was like, oh, I was like, wow. Yeah. I was like, these are open roads. Like, yes. you know, this is sketchy. Right. But then I remember you, I don't know if you went off the front. I followed you. I remember following you. Okay. So maybe it was, I remember just me and you rolling what off I the remember, front. The way okay. I remember. Yeah, you tell and, me. And, and I also will say that like my heart rate was like through the roof. So I might not, <laughs> I might be remembering this a little bit differently, but I remember, um, well, I remember Cal telling me about you, okay. that there was this local guy, his name's Jake and he's like really strong and good, good to ride. Like you should ride with him yeah. essentially is what yeah. he said. And so I knew you were doing that race and you, I, what I remember is you went off the front okay. and Cal looked at me in the group and said, go get him. Okay. <laughs> and so I went to go get All you right. and I stayed with you for a little bit yeah. and we did a couple of rotations. Yes. And then I remember I was sitting behind your wheel and I was like, maybe I can stay with him, but if I attempt to stay with him, I'm afraid that once I lose him, then the whole pack will go sure, flying by sure, me. Sure, sure. So I eased up yeah. and let the, and then, I mean, you stayed in front. Yeah. Well, see, I, I remember a little similar, but okay. a little bit differently. Like, okay. I remember maybe I did roll off the front and you were with me, but then yep. I remember taking some turns. Yeah. But I remember you taking like a very, maybe like in my head, it wasn't super long. Maybe it was like 30 seconds, 45 yep. seconds. Yep. And I'm like, damn, this guy's pulling for a while. Yep. And it was like right into the base of that hill. That was also my first race. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so, so I, I didn't was, really yeah, know, yeah. you know? I was like, damn, this is a long pull. I was like, this is a nice free <laughs> ride. Cause I remember we were going yep. right up to that hill. Yes. I remember the hill well. And then like, yes. I kind of like push it up the hill yep. and I was like, this guy's pulling me right up, up to this yeah, thing. Yeah, and then yeah. I look back and you're like, go, <laughs> like, you're like giving me the nod. I was yeah. like, and then you get to a point where like, I was over that, like it was like me over the hill and then you were like kind of behind me. Yes. I look back and the pack was back there and I was like, fuck. I know. I wish we had just stayed together. <laughs> I was like, damn it. I was like, now I got to keep going, you yeah, know? Yeah, and you're yeah. like already like, you know, being yes. 180 beats per minute. Right. Like, Shit. Right. So then I was like, I'm just going to go and like, maybe they'll catch me if they don't, you know, I'm going to get yeah. a good effort in. Right. And I kept looking back and like nothing was happening. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, this sucks. I got like 10 miles to go yeah, solo yeah. here. Right. And just like hammered all the way through, which was, uh, right. was a lot of fun. I had to lead the Tesla. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. The lead out car. I was like honking through the town. I was like, yeah, this yeah. is crazy. Like, hopefully no one pulls out and hits yeah, me right so now. Fun, right, because they have this lead out car to like lead all, like the, yes. the group of 50 people. Yeah. But essentially it turned into them leading you. Yeah. And then we were just like in the, you know, a little bit removed. Uh, that was fun. That was a fun race. I, I yeah, highly, it was fun. highly recommend doing that. Yeah. I heard story, and I know you and I had talked about this before. Yeah. I think your dad had, did he do the original like series of races? Yeah. It was like twice as long and it was twice like, around as long. the island. Two loops, I think. Yeah, and yeah. like the route was a little bit different. But yes. it was because the one that we did was like 19 miles. Yes. I think yeah. it used to be closer to 40. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I want to say it actually, maybe it went away for a little while. Okay. And then it came back. Yes. Um, and yeah, like it was fun. I, I think I would do it again. Yeah. You know, it's also like close. Yeah. Um, That's what convenience too is like. Right. Diamond right. Jamestown. You can't not do it. Right. Yeah. It's, just it's in your backyard. Yeah. You right. Know? It's nice. And the roads are nice enough. Yeah. And, you Traffic know. wasn't horrible. Right. Right. <laughs> Except for that one car that pulled out. Yes. And yeah. yeah, sure. And like, it also was fun to, to like, to race, you yeah. know, because you ride like these are people that I've ridden with before. Yeah. Not only the Chester Hill members, but then like you know, you mentioned Bike Works, some yep. Bike Works people, yeah. and some other people that you've seen around that have just gone on more casual rides, yeah. you know. And yeah, but it's just a different vibe. Yeah, a much much different vibe. Yeah. You know, people are like sort of on edge. Hold your wheel, yeah, you know. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I remember this one guy. I thought he was yelling at me. Okay, and he uh, he said uh, he was like. Haven't you ever held a wheel before? <laughs> and I turned to him and I go, Are you fucking talking to me? Yeah. And he was like, No, I'm not. I was like, Oh, okay, sorry. Because your adrenaline is just yeah. so high. Oh, yeah, you know? you're like and on that pins and needles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I remember Cal, uh, like this was right, like you go down and then you take the right right away, like right when you start the race. Yes. And yes. I don't know if it was, it was, I don't know if it was Sean or somebody else. Yep. They like went on the outside of him, like close to the yellow line, and Cal's yep. like, "Yellow line!" Oh, and really? I'm like, yes. I'm yeah. like, "Oh god!" I was like, yeah. "This is getting serious now." Right. Like, yeah, because Cal's gonna done a good amount of racing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and so sort of like the information that I had gotten from him, yeah. was like what I mean. I watch like pro cycling, yeah, yeah, and you try to like garner some tactics yeah. or you know whatever. Yeah. Um, but Cal and I were talking about that a lot before, or yeah. our whole team was just like, you know, sit in when you can, yeah. and like maybe yeah. we're gonna attack, but like. You really got to make sure you're in a good position for sort of that final sprint because exactly. that final sprint was the same right that we took at the end, yes, but we yep. were turning back into yep. like this yep. Fort Getty and in it's Jamestown. a little like two or three percent up, yep, kind of. Up, yeah, yep. yep. And um, yeah, I remember like crossing the finish line and then coming around the corner, and you were like chill, just like chilling there. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. man, this guy's like off his bike. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. speaking of like the team, ta like talking tactics. So yeah. when I was racing Green Mountain with Cal. Yeah. Uh, there was this guy who took the leader's jersey after I lost it on stage, the second stage, because yeah. I had flat and I like, lost a bunch of time. Yeah. And like everybody was just out to get this guy because this guy was like, okay, so four, we're in a cat four or five field, a lot yep. of new racers, people yep. that are inexperienced, you know, things like that. And this guy's barking around, telling people to pull. Like, I'm like, oh, dude, wow. like. And they're not on his team. No, no, right. he doesn't have any teammates, right. but he's like telling people, like, rotate, 10, 30 second pulls. And Cal and I are like, all right. Yeah. Right. And then I remember, like, we were like, all of these, it was like this group of cat four, five racers, like, trying to go against this guy yeah, because, yeah, like, yeah. he was such, like, a yeah. kind of an asshole. Um, and then I remember going up to the, and this is the third stage, the queen stage, the last climb. And uh, everybody's just like, they came up, they're like, beat him, please. And I was like, okay. I was like, no pressure or anything <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, like, right, please. Right. And then I like finished and everybody's like, did you, did you beat him? Did you beat him? I'm like, yeah. They're like, yes. <laughs> like, thank God. Now, what was that like? Were there teams there or was mo everyone sort of like by yeah, themselves? Yeah. So there were, uh, I would say there was a fair number of teams, especially from like Massachusetts. There's like the 545 five, five Velo oh, yep, team. Yep. Um, there's another team that's out of there as well, out of Massachusetts, like the Boston area. I can't think of their name. Uh -huh. Um, but yeah, I would say like, there's definitely people that were on teams or people that like knew each other. Had ridden together Yes, before. exactly. Right. So like, I, I didn't know, I, I mean, I knew Cal just cause he introduced himself to me, but like, yeah. I didn't know anybody else in the four or five field. I was right. going in there solo. Right. Um, but like, again, four or five, like you can't, there's not like. No one's gonna sacrifice their race. They sure. paid three hundred bucks to do the stage race. I'm not right. gonna like work my ass off for somebody to yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean, to finish in fiftieth place. It's different. I could see like if you're in the P one two field, it's different. You sure. Know? Right. Right. But there definitely is tactics. I would say in terms of like if someone is you know someone strong. Like if Cal were to go off the front, I know he's pretty strong. Yeah. So like yeah. I would want to follow him. You yeah. know what I mean. So it's like you kind of gotta have like your 
you know, peripheral blinders, not blinders, but like vision on just be like, all right, that guy is strong based off his time at the TT yesterday. You oh, know, like sure. if he goes off the front, I want to yeah. follow him. Right, right. Um, so you kind of got to be like in that mindset a little bit. Yeah. It's not often too that like you see these guys with like $10,000 bikes. They're usually not the fastest guys either. So if someone <laughs> yeah, looks like yeah, a pro, yeah. they're like, eh, yeah. probably not the fa- The fastest yeah. guys are often the ones that are on like the $2,000, $3,000 bikes yeah. that like, yeah. you know, they, they look fit and those are the ones that you want to yeah. follow. Yeah. Are you planning to do either of those races again this year, Green Mountain or Jamestown? Yes. Yeah. Both yeah. of them for sure. Yeah. Um, and then more, uh, more road races throughout the summer as well. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then, you know, we're signed up for some gravel, yeah. uh, gravel races. Yeah. One week too. from this record, yeah, we're yeah. going to do, we're doing the Natchog oh, Epic, yeah. which yeah, we talked about a little bit on the last episode of the podcast. That's out of Thompson, Connecticut. It's about 80 miles. It's, it's like, going to be, I think it's 80, 84, 84 85. miles. Like, yeah. What is it? Like 6,000 feet yeah. of elevation. Yeah, maybe, like I think it's closer to seven. Yeah. Seven. Somewhere between six and seven. That's going to be a long, long day. Yeah, it is. Um, I think the weather looks good. Yep. It's supposed to be like a high of like 45 or maybe 48, which yep. is nice. Nice. Uh, in the morning, like our, our just, I think our start. wave goes off at like eight or something, eight fifteen. Right. Right. Um, be like 40 degrees. So yep. not a huge fluctuation, but the thing that makes me the most nervous is it's supposed to rain earlier in the weeks. And yes. like, I, I don't know if you watched the video of like the recap from when they did it last oh, year. Oh no, I have There's some gnarly mud set, like the mud, yes. like the ruts with the mud were like six, seven inches. And I was like, dude, it's going to be crazy if it yeah. rains the day before. Yeah, out and there. it's been sort of a nasty winter too yeah. with like permafrost and things melting. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, if we get a couple more days of rain, things are sort of starting to dry out now. But if uh, we get some days of rain, it's going to yeah, be nasty. Yeah. yeah. I've ridden some of the course. Okay. Last year, we missed out on the race. Yep. But like we saw that there was this like cool gravel route. So Brian and I went yes, yeah. and just like did some of it. Okay. Um, what would you say? What's it there's like? Some hard, there's yeah. some hard stuff. And like the climbs. Okay. You know, like especially compared to around here, it's just like more elevation per mile. Sure. You know? Yep. So it's just like, but there's a lot. I mean, it's a lot of fun. It's like beautiful, you know, like cool, like farm country and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it seems like our wave is going to be like yeah. fiery, a little competitive. Yeah, and, I would. Yeah. yeah, I think I think it will be, and I think I, my so my my plan and my goal again, you know, like we a lot of people we know are going to be there yeah. doing it. Yeah, it's going to be a long. It's you know, if we average sixteen miles an hour, right. it, We're going to be out there for five hours, right? You know what I mean? Like right. it's going to be a long day. Yeah, and I know that there there's like four time sectors, but like. For me, man, I'm I, like I'm gonna go hard on those. Yeah. But I know if I go too hard, or if we all try to like pace each other around the right. rest of the course, right? The last two or three hours of oh. that ride is gonna be if, if it's Some nasty. Some people are gonna yeah right. yeah right. No, I'm not trying to kill myself. No. Uh, out there, but it's it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I think it'll be fun, and like that's always like fun to meet new people and hang out afterwards. Yeah. Like yeah. that's what I I've done a couple of like just gravel events like yeah. fondos or whatever, and they always just seem to be a little bit more chill, like relaxed. Yeah, yeah a little bit more relaxed. Yeah. You know, like. Um, and to me, that's like the fun part is even though I say that now, but like the morning of, I'll be like way too competitive yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, and like, yeah. we'll go after the the segments and yeah. it'll be fun. Yeah. A lot of people that we know. Yeah. Hopefully we work together. Yeah. Um, I think we should, there, we, yeah. it'd be stupid for us not to. Right. 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 It's kind of, I'm just going to go back for a sec here. When you like, you wake up in the morning and you go out there and you're going to be competitive. It's like a group ride, right? Yeah. Where people are yeah, like, right. all right, we're going to stick together today. Yeah, right, and right. You know, you and then all of a sudden people, the people yeah. get a little saucy. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, sometimes your adrenaline or your testosterone, whatever, gets yeah. the best of you, yeah. you know. And uh, yeah, I think a lot of times too, when I'm speaking of group rides that yeah. are, you know, like, hey, we're going to stick together, you know, we can do it, whatever. A lot of times it's like someone pushes a little bit off the front. Yeah. 
and then you're like on their wheel, you're sitting second wheel and you're going like 25. You're like, you're feeling right. smooth. Right. And then it's your turn to pull. You're like, hell yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to keep going. Yeah. And before you know it, it's like the whole, everything's all split up, split up. It's yeah. all messed up. But sure. Sure. Yeah. You get into those modes where like, you feel like you're in, you know, like yeah. you're doing Milan San Marino and you're doing yeah. 30 miles an hour. <laughs> right. Right. Like, right. But you know, you're in Narragansett yeah, on post little, road. Little doing group like, ride. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Casual Sunday yeah, group ride. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, like that like be, all best intentions yeah but things change but also like a bunch of different people yeah. different people are feeling differently no. where their fitness is at especially this time of year i feel yeah um some people really ramp down their riding in the winter some people just ride inside um you know you you ride on zwift a lot I do. um yeah. it's a it's like a time thing for you right it's like nice and convenient for you to hop on your bike yeah so yeah. uh a four, i have 14 month old son yep. uh so he was born last january and that's when like things really changed so before i was before I, you know i was married my wife has always been so supportive of me Hell like yeah. training and yep. like she knew that i was i was in love with triathlon and pushing yep. myself and like being the best i could be yep. um and like you know i on the weekends man i would wake up at five mm -hmm. swim bike for five hours and then go for an hour run you know until wow. 3 p.m you know yeah yeah and she was like totally okay with it you know we're going all over the country and like doing these races your wife would travel with oh, you oh yeah she was yeah. i mean yeah cool. she's using up her vacation time to do this yep. like she yep. sacrificed so much for yep. for me and my passion um that like when i was like you know she got pregnant and i was like all right things are going to change you know and, like when you become a father like yeah you're, it's a game changer man priorities sure. change you know right. like he's i'm not number one anymore right you know? right like, yeah perspective is. is totally yes. different so yeah. like for me, like now that he's, he, you know, when he was born, it's like, I got to train around him essentially. Sure. And like, what, cause I don't want to put this all on my wife. Like, yep. you know, he's much as my, my son as she is. <laughs> Absolutely. Is yeah, so, yeah. um, I was like, you know what? Like I gotta, I wake up early, you know, I wake up at four 30. Yeah. I'm on the bike at five, you yeah. know, I ride and then he wakes up at seven. So it's yep. like, I get my, my training and done, uh, on the trainer and like Zwift for me has been a huge game changer yeah, just right. like i can't get out you know like I, I go out in the group rides on the weekends sometimes which yep. is awesome but yep. like for me i can get so much done on zwift doing a race or even like structured training something like that yeah um versus like having to like kid up put a light on my bike right. fill up my bottles takes if I, a lot if, longer and if i flat like i'm right gonna be in some trouble you know right, what i mean right right um but yeah i do a lot on zwift i love zwift i think uh getting a smart trainer has been a game changer for right. me as well. I had a wheel on, which was just like, I didn't realize how monotonous it was. You know, yep. you ch change your gear. That's how you increase your resistance. But right, with the, right. the smart trainer on Zwift, like, you know, the gradient changes, you can feel it. Yeah. Um, I will definitely say it's not for everybody. Sure. I know that you're not a, a Zwift yeah, guy. I, I don't. So I don't have a smart yeah. trainer. I think if I, like, I would like to be like, I'll never cave. Yeah. But I think that's like <laughs> yeah. silly. You yeah. know, I would like for this year to be like all outside miles. Yes. But, uh, you know, I imagine that I would get a smart trainer and I love the idea of like the, the efficiency in terms of time. Yes. Yeah, right. It's Cause huge. like I'll wake up in like, uh, my work schedule is a little bit more sporadic yeah. than like, in an average work schedule. Yeah. But on days that I do work, if I want to ride, I wake up at four and ride outside. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. Which is nice because there are no cars, but also like it's dark and in the yep. winter it's cold. Yep, and yep. so like. Yeah, you're you're thinking about what you're wearing, and like you yeah. said, if you get a flat, you're out there. You know yeah. what am I gonna do? Call my wife at four forty-five. Like, yeah. hey, I double flatted. Can yeah. you get out of bed and come pick <laughs> yeah. me up? You know, like that's embarrassing, and and I'm sh like I'm sure she would, but it would be like, come on, yeah. you know. So like having a smart trainer like that 
Yeah, I have a wheel on, and so yeah. that's really my like. And I've also sort of like have that mentality of like I don't, you know, I don't like Swift. There's you know? no, there's definitely yeah. people that are like that. I yeah. think, uh, I you know, I initially was not really into Swift too. I so I started Swifting like when the beta of the game came out. Oh, cool! And it was I had a wheel on trainer, and like yeah. for me, it was like uh like i was doing it and like you know but i was still not like super into like the actual video game aspect of it or yeah. like the racing i was never really into it because i yeah. was like you know triathlon training i was in bike racing so like the the variability and like surging and things like that i was like this sucks yeah but then like it, there's been such a shift and i think covid and the pandemic yeah. really relied or heavily on on what that is like now for like esports and in like zwift and cycling right. indoors right there's like there's guys that only ride indoors yeah. that i've ride like i have a i'm on an esports team oh with, cool and like they only ride on zwift they don't ride outside at all right but they take it it's very serious you know and yeah. like you can be you can get very serious about zwift about some of the races and they have you know verification that you know you heighten weight videos and like you have to right. calibrate your trainer and record it and do all these things right um you know you use your power meter and your trainer and you compare the two to make sure they're like reading similar like a lot of things to go into uh, like authenticate people's like actual performance and sure. things like that um because i think that zwift gets a bad rap in terms of like oh there's a guy on the group ride who's doing like you know, 400 watts on, on Zwift and like right. he gets dropped 10 minutes into a group yeah, ride. Outside. You know? yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. There but is I, some Zwift doping, right? Oh, for sure. There was yeah. recently a little bit of uh did you, did you know about this? Like there was the, I don't know if it was like the esports world championship or something. And someone got like knocked for, yes. for inputting the wrong weight essentially. Yes. Yes. So that, that, that's like the most comp. So I think there's like Someone was like, there's three camps of people that cheat on Zwift. Ones that do it like knowingly. Like I'm going to put in that I weigh like 140 pounds. Right. You know? like, I'm so that you're watching the kilogram is way the roof. Right. Yeah. And you're like, you're, you know, I, I like weigh 170 pounds. So yeah. like I'm like 70, what is it, 77 kilos. Yeah. So if I put my weight as like 60, right. like I have a huge advantage. Yeah. Then there's people that I think that are unknowingly doing it mm -hmm. that they're like, oh, I think I'm 170 or 150 oh, or whatever. Okay. And they just do it. But they're actually like 10 pounds more. And like yeah. they, 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 no harm, no foul. Like sure. they really don't, you know, they sure. don't take it too seriously they train right um and i think that there's also a line too where people are using like a power meter that they know like it's not calibrated is not properly. calibrated correctly gotcha. and they're like no i'm using a power meter but it's reading like 40 like dude you can't do like chris Froome numbers right for like an hour you know right. like you can't do that like yeah. I, I wish you could man yeah right. but you're like 55 years old in your basement <laughs> like you're not doing that you right, know like right, right. um but just yeah getting back like so zwift for me has been a game changer just in yeah. terms of training um, and then also like, there is like a sense of camaraderie as well. Being like on a team, mm -hmm. we do like weekly races together as well, oh, cool. which is really fun. Yep. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's great for just training, especially if you're time crunched, like an hour, hour right. and a half, like right. go nuke yourself on, right. on, on Zwift, you know? Yeah. And so how do like the races work? Are there, are the, are they off? They happen often and you yeah. can, you know, you just like start at the same time as everyone else essentially. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there, you could literally go on Zwift like at any time during any, the day and there's, and there's like, there's a race. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's races that are known like to be more legit where yep. you get like legit people that are legit that have like verified data and things gotcha. like that. Yeah. Um, but then what was launched last year, um, like right when the pandemic was like peaking, mm -hmm was the Zwift Race League. Oh, okay. So it was put yep. on like by Zwift and they work with like partner, like WTRL is like a race league as well. So they partner with them. Um, and essentially like you you get like a team of six guys and usually like a Zwift race is like you win Zwift race, you move on, like nobody cares, nobody, doesn't matter. But they created these seasons and it's their points races and oh, they're wow. team based. So it's like finishing, yes, you get points for finishing and, and winning, let's say. Yep. But they're also like intermediate sprints, KOM oh, points. Cool, so there's cool. more team tactics involved yep. where it's like, 
everybody on the team has like a role for what they're doing during the race. So it's yeah. not just about finish position, which makes it a lot more fun because like for me, like during some of the races, the climbing ones, like I can't, I'm not going to climb with some of these guys that are 130 pounds, you yeah. know? So like I go for yeah. the sprints and stuff like that. It makes gotcha. it a little bit more fun, yeah. contribute to the team. Yeah. Um, and it's also, like I said, it's good training. It's yeah. re replicable, you know, indoors and outdoors, right. uh, using some of the same like energy systems and things like that. Yeah. So Yeah. I mean, it works for you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. I mean, I also, people so like, yeah, like people are always like, oh yeah, Zwift makes you so strong. Like I, but I'm like also say like, I have like five, six years of like 20, 25 hour yeah. training weeks in my sure. body where like, sure. you know, it doesn't take me a lot to like get fit again quickly or anything like that yeah. just because I have that, that yeah. base, you know? Yeah. And that's what endurance sports is, man. It's consistency over time. Sure. Sure. Now, now that you're not doing triathlons and stuff, do you track like how many hours you're trying to ride a week? Yeah. So yeah. I'm definitely time, I'm more of a time-based person. Over distance. Over distance. Just yeah. because distance, I mean, I ride on Zwift five, probably five days a week. And if I can yeah. get outside for another one or two, you yeah. know, um, and like on Zwift speed is like not, you know, I'm yeah. not going 26 riding 200 Watts like I sure, am outside, sure. you know, right, like, right, right. um, so I, I'm purely time time. I track my, my training, uh, you know, via time, but then also I use training peaks, oh, um, cool. just to track my, like the TSS and CTL yeah. and things like that. Yeah. But that was just more of a carryover from like triathlon as I've always been into like the data and the numbers and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, time based is definitely my thing. And like, as you know, too, like you can ride 60 miles <clears throat> along the coast but or you can go into western rhode island right yes. 60 miles and you're in gonna get like six thousand feet of elevation absolutely you know, a lot different. right a lot different yeah yeah like the ride that we did today i feel like it was hilly in the first half yep. like in the big group ride because we did some miles beforehand yes but like yep and then on the way back it was flat and there was a little bit of a tailwind yeah. so it was a much different type of effort yeah 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 absolutely yeah i prefer riding uh into like western rhode island and yes. any i would choose that over like Rehoboth, Attleboro, yeah. or even like along Post Road or whatever. Like sure. I love it; it's for fun. But like yeah. I love the the short, punchy stuff right. in Western Rhode Island that are climbs are like quarter mile, half mile long, right. Right. up and down, just right. so fun. You know, yeah. going to windy roads, narrow yeah. roads, so right. fun. And if you go up, you get to come down too. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like being a bigger, quote unquote, bigger guy. Like going down is a lot of fun. You yeah, know, it is a lot, a lot of fun. Speed. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have any like? Um, short-term goals like for this specific season whether it be like you know do well in a specific race or just a certain amount of time over the year or is there anything that you're looking at like or is that just like not sort of the way that you look at things? yeah you know? no i would say for me i've really changed my perspective um in terms of how i set goals like i used to be really yeah outcome focused mm -hmm. um like i want to finish in this place at this race gotcha. or i want to get this time at this race whatever yeah. it is yeah. um but i would say since i began since i switched to cycling only i've been like i'm it's so new to me just like the racing aspect is so new mm -hmm. um group riding is so new like i've become more like process goal oriented which is yep. like you know when i started doing group rides my goal don't get dropped you know, like yep. it, it wasn't like finish, in, you know, whatever, like don't right. get dropped. Like, cause I had no idea what I was doing. I was so nervous the first time I did a group ride. I was like, yeah, riding with other people can be yeah, nerve wracking. Yeah, cause yeah. You, especially you don't, if you don't know who you're riding with, you don't know what their riding styles yeah. are. You yeah. really got to be aware yeah. of well, like, and people don't know you, like, right. you, you right. know what I mean? Like they're not going to trust you. I remember the first couple of group rides I did, Yeah, like in the, it was up with the group in, in Providence and like no one ever really talked to me. And it was just fine at the time because yeah. I was like, whatever. Yeah. And like, I also didn't want to be the guy that would like come in and like make someone crash or like, sure. so I was just like hanging out in the middle. Sure. 
and like just trying to pick up on like cues of like when people were calling things out and like how it right. was all new to me. Like I had never right. done any of that before. Um, but yeah, it turned into to something fun. But uh, back to your question is, yeah, I would say for me, like if I can train like during the summer, 15 hours a week, like yep. that would be like a huge goal for me just to, you know, consistency over time for me, like yeah. 15 hours a week. Um, and a lot of that hopefully like in the morning, just because it's, right. it's easier for me. Right. Um, but then in terms of races and things like that, like I honestly like just want to continue to learn yep. and like get experience racing for yep. me. It's really, it's so new. It's, it's really exciting for me still. And like, there, I feel like every time I've raced so far, I learn a little bit something new about like yep. how the pack works or like how to position myself. And like, it's yep. not just like you could be the strongest guy out there, but like, it doesn't matter if you're in a, if coming down to a group sprint or something like yeah, that. If yeah. you have bad positioning, it bad doesn't matter like how Absolutely. strong you are. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like I just want to learn. Right. Um, but I also just want to continue to have uh, have fun. I don't want this to turn into triathlon for me where I like burn myself out. Sure. Um, and like yeah. obsessed over like training and arranging your life around training and right. things like that. Right. You know. And uh, it's just uh, for me, it's really I just want to keep it fun and like. Uh, form good relationships with people as well. Right, I think that right. I've really met a lot of new people over the last year because of cycling, yep. um, which has been great because triathlon is such an individual sport. Interesting. Did all my training solo. Yep. Everything was alone. Uh, I mean, I knew I people from triathlon had friends, but like sure. group riding and like being on a, you know, being part of these clubs and cycling clubs, like your club, yep. I meet all these cool people from all over and right. like everybody's like pretty cool you know so it's yeah. nice to, to be able to have like similar interests to talk about cycling and things right. like that yeah and it's like i think this could happen to anyone where like something that it seems like an like an innocent enough hobby that you get too into yeah and like you said you burn yourself out on it and it becomes yep. not fun like whether it's doing podcasts yeah. or like riding your bike right yeah. it can just become more of a draining thing than yeah. a rewarding fun thing yeah yeah so it's good to like keep that in perspective at least that's how i look at it you yeah, know absolutely there i mean it's like life in moderation right right but like it, right. it's so true with this like i i would love nothing more than like to wake up and win the lottery and like be able to ride my bike for like four or five hours a day sure like you know and like live yeah. the life of like a yeah. professional cyclist but part part of me that really likes this is like trying to like all right, I'm going to ride for like an hour this morning before my son wakes up and yep. like, that's it. And then it's right. like, I got to focus on him and my right. wife. But here's the job. rest of the day. Yeah, exactly. Right. right. Other things yeah, that are going on. Exactly. And that, yeah. that's one of the nice things about, uh, I guess having other things going on, but then like having cycling is like your hobby and you're really into it and it's passionate, yeah. but you don't want to like, if you miss a day, you know, it's not, it's not, right. not the end of the world. Not like it's yeah. okay. Right. So you do seem to, you, do you ride seven days a week? Uh, I do, I do six. I, Mondays are off usually for me. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, off the bike completely usually don't do anything just complete rest day yeah uh something that i learned i think from triathlon is like managing <clears throat> over like a year years managing your fatigue yeah especially when you're cycling uh single sport like it's it's different with triathlon where you're like you could swim bike or run you're always doing like cross training essentially right. at a certain point but right. like cycling such a repetitive motion you spend so much time right in one fixed position you know whether it be inside or outside um that i found that like having a day completely off really yeah. helps me manage the my like fatigue over an annual basis right right yeah i think a lot of people <clears throat> don't necessarily think about like i mean i do think it's becoming more and more to the forefront but like yeah the recovery aspect yeah. of it yeah that it's not just like go as hard as you can as long as you can yeah. but something that actually you said to me was make the hard days hard, but the easy days easy. Yeah. And that's something that you said to me that really stuck with me. Yeah. That it was like, you can just go out and like have an easy day. Yes. And that doesn't mean that you're any less strong than you were the day before. No. And that's one of the negative things about, I think about like Strava, right? It's like, 
someone looks at a ride where you average a certain like of you're fast and they're like hell yeah you're yeah. fast and then you're slow and they're like oh john's getting slow yeah it's <laughs> like yeah, i don't know i just like didn't really want to hammer it today yeah. you know or for whatever reason yeah um yeah that's it, it like i like strava a lot but i also think there's like a lot of negativity that's associated with it because you end up comparing yourself to others that might be on a totally different playing field than you or sure. just like it's not it's not racing because it's no. not a level playing field. And it's not apples. It's not apples and oranges either. I think now where we're at with Strava is like you need phenomenal weather and great wind yes. to take most of these segments Absolutely. down or, or just a huge group ride or Absolutely. like, a, right. a, you know, five or six committed guys going out there and hammering for like one person to take this KOM. Right. Right. It's like, I, I totally agree with you. I don't, yeah, I, I like Strava because I like the social aspect Same. of like, you know, seeing other people's rides, yep. encouraging them to ride, whatever. And right. like, you know, if you're doing a group ride, like everybody's on there together. I like that. Yep. Um, I think that I get KOMs and things like that are cool. Um, to me, like the, the ones that really mean something are more like hill, hill climbs because yep. I think while you still need good weather, um, it's, it's more of like a show of like someone's actual like effort up that and right. like actual performance. A tailwind isn't pushing you up a hill yeah, exactly. as much as it might be helping you on a flat. Exactly. Right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but like it is, you know, if that's what motivates you, like that's sure. totally cool and that's right. up to you. You know, if you are motivated by guys that I know that only ride on Zwift, like that's what you yeah, want to do. Like that's absolutely. cool too. I think that there's probably a happy happy medium i think that you know like today on our group ride like seeing christian roll off the front because right. he's like yeah we're close to a kom i'm gonna right. go for it you know right right and christian's like the kom man yeah you know? like dude king goes kom out. is yes. i think what he wants yes. us to call him i think he specifically said he he's cool yeah. with that drives yeah. his drives his minivan out to places yeah, where right. there's a segment right 30 mile an hour wins he's going for it and, and that like, works for him and that's what he likes to do like, right that's cool right. that makes know? him like, feel good and there's nothing yeah. wrong with that there's no, no harm sure. in that right I right. mean, I'm not going to lose sleep over him taking one of my KOMs. No, I'm, I, yeah, might, I, mean, I might unsubscribe from those emails yeah, yeah, right? because I yeah. hate getting that email. Yeah. So-and-so stole your KOM. Yeah. And you're like, wait a second. How? Yeah, yeah <laughs> right, right. But yeah, right. That's what motivates a certain person. Yeah. And I think anything that motivates you to better yourself, like riding your bike, helps your fitness, yeah. you know, you're, you're going to see some cool things, then like more power to you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That, yeah. I think that's one of the best things about cycling in general is like the places that it can take you um that's why so i actually i bought my wife bought me a gopro uh over the summer because yep. i was like god i was like i cycle in some great like i saw an owl one time fly by yep. and yep. she's never seen like an owl in like we've seen them at, like you know at zoos and stuff like that but uh -huh. never like in the out like out yeah and i'm like i see so much cool stuff that yeah. you don't see because right. you're not like she's not out riding with me right and so now she gave me a gopro so i'm like at the ready to take all these photos and stuff but like that's one of the things that i love is like going out into like western rhode island yeah. or massachusetts along you know the ocean wherever like right you're so cool you know it's like such a peaceful thing but then also like traveling to places like getting to know like the town that you're in or like mm -hmm. if you're up in like vermont yeah the mountains like right. just absolutely love right. doing it being yeah, outside it's a totally different perspective than driving your car oh yeah and 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 as someone that grew up in rhode island yeah i'd like rhode island obviously it's the smallest state yeah you can look at it on a map and sort of like know where everything is but i never went to certain places yeah. yep. or you and now that i ride my bike I feel like I know roads a lot better. Oh, yeah. You know, like, where certain things are, and you see things at a slower speed. Yep. Um, I saw friggin' I've seen, like, bald eagles this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, just on the bike. Yeah. And have explored parts of the of the state that maybe I've just ridden through on the highway before, yeah. yep. you know? Um, but instead, you're riding your bike, and, yeah, like, the little... Like you, you mentioned Vermont, like what I like about riding in places that are a little bit more rural is like finding these like general stores in the middle of nowhere, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And there are these people that like live in these small towns and they're like interesting people yeah. and you can 
you know, it's just like a different slice of life. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's like a big thing that I like with riding my bike is like seeing things like from a different perspective. I think a perspective that a lot of people don't see. hundred percent agree. I, I will say there's times where I've gone out for a ride, um, just like in Rhode Island or whatever, like over in a situate. And I'm like, yep. like <clears throat> later in the day, I'm like, Hey, let's get in the car and go for a drive. I'm going to take you out to where I rode my Absolutely. bike today. Like show my yeah. wife, like, yeah. you know, we go over the situate bridge. Is yep. really, you know, it's cool out yeah. there. And like, yeah, I'm like, Oh yeah, I ride my bike on this road all the time. Like I right. tell her and she's like, all right. Like, yeah. My it. wife does yeah. the same. Yeah. But every once in a while, like, uh, my wife's a school teacher and this morning she was like, do you know of any places like where there's like public parking and then we can go for like a little quick hike? And yeah. I was like, immediately I knew yes. exactly. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. yes, there's this place in Arcadia yeah, where you yeah, can yeah. park here. And, yep. um, so yeah, as silly as it might be to like, no, oh hey, I ride my bike here. I'm yeah. a local legend on yeah. this like area, <laughs> yeah. you know, or whatever. I've done that before where yes. I'm like, hey, yes. I have the camo up this hill. Yeah, right, like no right. big deal. But yeah, right, <laughs> yeah. Right. And like to me it's important. Yeah, but to most like, other people, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. Um so like uh let's I'd like to talk about like gear or yeah. kit real quick. Is yeah. there anything that like, you know, whether it be your bike or a specific thing that you wear, or is there something like in your kit that you think is like your most important and I'm not talking like a helmet because sure. it saves your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But is there something that like <clears throat> you wouldn't ride without? Yeah. Oh, power meter. Power meter. Hands down. Yep. It's just like, so it's funny. Like I say power meter, but I honestly, I turn, I don't look at my power at all during a ride. Oh, ever. okay. I only yep. look at it after. Yeah. Um, but it's something that like, if I, for, if the battery dies or something like that, I'm like, yep. oh, what was the point of riding? You're upset like, about yeah, it. Yeah. Which yeah, is ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah. like, I love I love, and I think this goes back into like the triathlon days where you're like so focused on power and like yep. holding a certain power and like yep. training. Now I like ride completely off of feel, but like I love when I'm riding and I'm like telling myself like I'm pedaling at a certain cadence and I'm mm-hmm. like, I think I'm doing this for watts or whatever. Yep. And I can go back to it after and look and I'm like, oh, I was yep. pretty close. Or yep. like, you know, like a power meter is great, I think, for like training um but like during a race you're not going to be like oh we're going up too hard up this hill my power is too high i'm not right gonna, you know what i mean you're right. not gonna govern yourself no. but i will say the power meter for me has just been like i just love the data you know yeah. i love looking at it yeah um i look i love looking at other people's power data yeah if you look at some of these world tour guys oh, like, right mind-blowing mind-blowing they absolutely like they're 30 40 minute power i can do like five minutes you know yeah i'm right. just like in my head i'm trying right. to like process like what that feels like and right. like how they can do it it's just right. absolutely mind-blowing um, so you have a you you ride a gravel bike as well. We talked about that. We yep. rode our road bikes today. Yes, yep. I know you have a a chain a crank based. Yep, on, yep. on both on both on both I do. So I have a yep. Power Two Max on my road bike. Yep, which has been uh, amazing, dependable. Yep, never had issues with it. Yep, um, it was actually the first power meter I ever had, and I've just continued to get them. Oh, cool. Um, and then I had a so on. I bought a road bike back in 2016, like just like an entry level. It was like 900 bucks. Yeah. I bought a Power Tap Hub. Uh, oh, okay. It was like a used one, and like yep. the wheels not true. It's like totally messed gotcha. up. Yeah. But it was like accurate enough. Yep. Um, that I would use that for a while. I liked that. And then I have on my gravel bike, I have a, a it's a Sigai, uh-huh. which is like a Chinese company. Um, it's a crank based, it's spider based power meter oh, cool. um, as yep. well. And uh, I like check. So I have a smart trainer. Yep. So if I, you know, I'm going on Zwift on the smart trainer, I also run a, a, my bike computer to pair up with my power meter. Oh, gotcha. And I can tell how close they are and they're yep. all relative. So I know it's like dependable. Right, right. Um, but yeah, power to me is just like, if there, if powers didn't, power didn't exist, power meters didn't exist. I don't know if I'd be into into riding. Interesting. I love it. I just yeah. love the. You power like data. the numbers. I do heart rate, yeah. power data, everything yeah. that goes along with yeah. it, and just like, uh, 
you know, like, I don't know if you use training peaks at all, or if you're familiar with, I'm familiar with it, but I don't use it. So like you can get into the weeds with some of the, the software that they have and yep. like, you can track your fitness and your fatigue oh, okay. and all these things. And yep. like, just like the numbers has been such like an attractive thing that I've always been like fascinated with and really yep. interested with. Um, and like, there is some like truth into like, Oh, okay. My fitness is going up and my fatigue is also going up. Right. You take your day off, your fitness goes down a little bit, but right. fatigue drops significantly. Right. You ride again and like your power is, feels great. And you can yep. look at the numbers and your heart rate's lower. It's just like, yeah, yeah. you get down these rabbit holes. So you recommend like, training peaks. Yeah. I like training peaks. I think, yep. uh, whatever you use. And I know that Strava, I think has like soft like the scores that you can get like training yes. load and things like that yeah right but right. For, for training peaks it's something that i've used and i have like six years of data right in training peaks right. that like tracks like my heart rate like so i can go back to like five years ago and be like all right you held this power for however long your yep. heart rate was this yeah and like compare it to what i'm doing now oh, it's like a single sport yeah um, but yeah, I mean, I just love to be able to track all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and I will, and I will say too, like if I'm thinking about racing this year, like yep. gravel or road, um, and like some of the key events that I have and like how you can manage your fatigue and like how you can manage your fitness throughout the year. Like you don't want to like have an insane amount of fitness in March right. and then like September rolls around for right. Green Mountain Stage Race and yeah. I'm like so like burnt out or right. like tired. Right. So it's good for just being able to be like, all right, I'm going a little, I'm ramping up too much right now and yep. being able to track it like that. Yeah. Interesting. Um, do you said you don't track power while you're riding. Do you track your heart rate ever? I just, it's also on it's field. also it's on there i don't look at it though yeah. until after i'm yeah. I completely off a of field the only screen i have up when i ride is just the map the map yeah and that's showing you your speed no nope. your average speed nothing just the map i have just the map i wow. have no metrics at all i yeah. love to hear that i know so that's when it's so when we did jamestown yeah i <laughs> i like we, you know we were off the front i was off the front and yeah. i was going completely off a of field the whole time yeah and then i was like going and i was like all right we're going through this town right you know when you go through that not the town but like past the gas station yes, come yes. Find, so I'm like yeah. oh, i'm gonna look at my bike computer just see how much longer i gotta do this for yeah it's all zeros because i didn't start my bike computer oh my and i was like <laughs> fuck i was like of course and i was like god i was like this sucks i was like i'm gonna win but i was like i don't it doesn't even matter to me like it doesn't <laughs> so i have like the yeah. last eight minutes of the race yeah yeah um but like that's just that proves that like I don't look at it. Wasn't looking at anything, you right? Know what I mean? Right. So in hindsight, I wish I was because yeah. I would have known. I forgot to hit start. Yeah. <laughs> because you were just following the car or the arrows on the yeah, road or whatever. The, yeah, I was following the yeah. arrows on, or I was following the car. Right. And you I didn't knew have the course. To... It was out and back. You know. Right. We, and we rel- rode it the week before. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But then also, uh, like I knew that I I I know like. I've been doing this for a while. So like, I know like how hard I can go sure. and like sustain it. Yeah. Um, and like, I know you like going down, you can recover going up the hills. You got to go a little bit harder. Yeah. Um, but then you also like, when I got to the point where I was like, God, how much longer do I got to do this? You yeah, know? Yeah, I was yeah. like, I'm going to look. And it was all yeah. zero. I was, I was like, fuck. I, in my head, I was like, I should just stop. And like, I, you know, and I was like, no, I was like, I'll just get started. So I was like eight minutes of Jamestown on there, which is yeah, kind of funny. a bummer, you know, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I would have liked to have seen some of the power data but yeah yeah i'm sure it was great it was yeah, well, yeah it was yeah. who knows we'll never know yeah, we'll never know <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 um do you so you know we sort of i sort of talked about pro cycling earlier yes, we yeah. talked about like wearing a leader's jersey in the yeah. tour do you, you follow pro cycling yeah i would say uh two years ago is when i really started to get into it yeah and that do you think like did that coincide with you like being more into riding your bike as opposed to like it was, so it wasn't in your triathlon days. Yeah. Uh, it was I didn't right really, around the transition time. Yeah. Like I yeah. knew about like the tour and I would watch some stages and things right. like that. Right. But I was really into like really into watching triathlon and following that like the professionals, uh, professional world of that sport. Yeah. And then once I got fully into cycling, so I, I've always watched like 
cycling training, like YouTube accounts, like vegan cyclists oh, yeah. and things like that. Yep. Like where he would like show his life, but also yeah. like what he was training for and right. things like that. Dylan Johnson. I'm I also love Dylan Johnson. Big fan of. Yes. Um, and like, I'm like, I love like the whole like physiological, you know, aspect of cycling and mm-hmm. like training and how you periodize your year and things like that. Yeah. Um, and then I started watching like GCN and I yep. was like watching some, like they had like pros training and I was like, that's pretty sick. And then I would hear, like watch the recaps of some of the races. Yep. Um, and then like two years ago, and this was like peak pandemic, there was no racing. And then right when it came back, I was just like, so jacked up to like watch pro. I was like, I'm getting down at GCN plus yep. I had like NBC yep. gold, whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, like sports, I was like, gold. I'm watching yeah, all yeah, this yeah. stuff. Yeah. I just really wanted to learn how to, cause like you can learn a lot, I think from watching those races. I think so too. Yeah. Um, and I got into it and like, I learned a lot of the, you know, the, the good guys, you know, like right. Peter Sagan and yeah. all these people that I was yeah. like, damn, these guys are crazy. Um, but then I would also follow just, uh, like random, like amateur cyclists as well, uh-huh. uh, on YouTube, like in their racing and things yeah. like that. Yeah. And I was like, this is crazy. Like NorCal, Jeff from NorCal Cycling. I don't oh, okay. know if you've watched any of his videos, but he does like recaps of his crits and things like that, and you learn oh, a lot. Cool. But yeah. um, but pro cycling, yeah, I, I mean, I watch every day of the week, and now that I work, I work from home yeah. uh, a few days a week, and I go into the off. But the few days that I'm at home now, I can watch like stage races in the yeah. morning because it's like prime time on at like nine a.m. You know, great. yeah, so it's awesome. Yeah, waking up in Milan San Remo yes. was just like on at yes. seven a.m. Yeah, I love that. You know, it was yeah. like three hundred. I mean, three hundred kilometers, yeah. like two hundred miles. Crazy. And just like yeah. It, it's funny because like I think I don't think everyone that rides watches cycling for sure, and I think it's sort of as and I'm also a fan of baseball, which yep. is also like a boring sport to watch. Yeah, I think cycling can come across as boring. Sure, um, because it's like long. It is sometimes it doesn't get exciting till the end. Yeah, um, I love to just like hear the commentators talk. Me too. Just look at the gear. They don't necessarily yeah. the commentators don't focus on gear as much as they just focus on like talking about team tactics yes. and yep. and they'll also give you like nice little fun facts about like the old church that the they're town, riding by, yeah. which is great. Yeah, yeah, You know, they have like great aerial shots. I think like yeah. the production value in them is, is like really, really nice. And you get to hear from ex racers, like Sean Kelly does a lot of the stuff for GCN and yep. like he was, you know, he won the tour and he was the, the Irish national champion. Yeah. And um, just like hearing those perspectives for me helps me think about cycling in that way. Yeah. You definitely. know, and like, I'm never going to go pro, you know, I'm, my early thirties, like there's no way in hell. Yeah, I hear you, but it's like fun. Yeah, you know? it's I, like really fun to watch, and I I really enjoy it. Yeah, I love. Yeah. Uh, I've got like I said, I got really into it, and I just love. Uh, you know, they they talk about oh, so you know Lantern Rouge, the yes. cycling. So yeah, great podcast. Does a phenomenal yes. job recapping the stages. Does like uh you know uh, like the pre-race stuff for like yep. milan san remo and yep. it gives you like a, an idea. Like if you watch his like uh, pre-race for milan san remo, yeah, you know going in like what other teams are thinking because right. he does such a good job, like, you know, outlining like yeah. what certain teams are going to do, who right. they're working for, when right. they're going to attack, you know? Right. And so like when they were going up the, the Paggio yesterday yes. yeah. and you saw like, uh, Todd, Todd, yes, Todd, yes. whatever you say yeah. his name, yeah. attacking and like right. wow, following Vanderpool's yes. in the race. Like, it's just like so sick. You're like, right. so awesome to watch these guys. And yeah. like, I think a lot of times too, um, people don't understand like how phenomenal of athletes these elite elite level right. cyclists really are right. and like how they're 180 miles into this race mm-hmm. and they are like attacking you and know, now like they're gonna six, turn it up six six seven hundred watts for like right. a like and you're like what right. like i can go do that and then i'm done for like the rest of the day absolutely. but they're doing it like six hours into a, into <laughs> a race, a race. Yeah, yeah absolutely mind-blowing yeah yeah um it's just awesome to to watch them and i you know i just i love watching the the pros i think they're just phenomenal, phenomenal athletes. Yeah, like Milan San Remo specifically, 
like the last 30 or 40 kilometers, it was very clear that like UAE was on the front yep. and Yumbo was on the yep, front, yep, right? Yep, yeah. They're on the front. There's three three for each team. They're sort of like working together a little bit, but you could tell like UAE was fighting for Pog. Yeah. And Yumbo was either fighting for Wout or Primos, yeah. probably Primos, yes. even though I'm a huge Wout fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And then all of a sudden, Mohoric yeah. from uh, Merida, Bahrain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, not, not comes out of nowhere because I think a lot of people might have had him as a pick. Sure. Um, but... There was so much cat and mouse going on between UAE and Yumbo. He attacked on the descent. And then he attacked yeah, on that descent sick. and yeah. just like risked it all. Crazy. I mean, everyone's talking about the dropper post that he yeah, used, yeah, yeah. which is a lot of fun, like to think about, you yeah. know, like he lowered his center of gravity and crushed it on the, that descent. And yeah, just the tactics that go into that. Your tactics are based on the tactics of the other team, right? Yeah. So even like the best plan might just like go to waste because a team is doing something that you didn't expect them to do. Yeah, yeah. There's so much going on. Yeah, so it's, much. It's, going it's, on. it's I, I love watching it, and I yeah. think the one day races too are like. I think it's obviously a lot different than like the tour or like right. another long stage race because right. like this one day race, like they're going all in on this. Absolutely, the, the best guys are going all in on it versus right. like, you know, a tour where like. You know, uh, Primos is going to like, you got to stay with the front group. You got to right. finish well. Right. All right. Your lowest time you win. But right. like these one day races, man, they are so fun. Yeah. Because like they want to win. They right. have to win. That day. And like some of the, I'm thinking back to like last year uh, when you like see like Vanderpool attack. Uh, yeah. Uh, what was that? Strata Beyond. Strata Beyond. Oh yes. my God. Like right. just like these, some of these insane moments that you, you watch. Yeah. Wild. It's crazy. And yeah. Like uh, Bernal on one of those Giro stages yes. yeah, last yeah, yeah. year where. All of a sudden, he like flicked it into his big ring yeah. and just like went off. Crazy, yeah. And that's like, like you said, it is like they're so elite. Yeah, they're one in a million, even yeah. more. Like, you know, and you as a fan slash hobbyist, yep. right? Like, yeah. you know, we race a little bit, but we're not like you see them. And you're like, oh, okay, wow, like, dude, like there's like another level of right. athleticism. And, and of course, you know, they're like, like we've mentioned before that th that's their job. Yeah. You know, they have nutritionists, they have director sportifs that are like massages talking in their daily, ear, they're yeah. getting massages, yeah. they're recovering. Like they finish a race and someone gives them their recovery <laughs> yeah. drink and their seltzer and you yeah. know, all that stuff. So it is like very different, but like, I don't know there. Obviously I think there are some, you know, there's some like negativity to that. I don't like some of the sponsors aren't like the best sponsors. And yeah, I mean, if you look like Bahrain, yeah, exactly. I mean, or some, UAE, yes, like, which exactly. isn't like the best, yeah. like, yeah. you know, nation. Um, yeah. but it is like really fun to like hear them talk. And I think the more, the more like ex pros that talk yeah. about it is even more interesting. Sure. Like Bradley Wiggins on yeah, the back on the motorbike. <laughs> wow. What a guy. He's just like, so He's so smooth, yeah. so effortless in the way that he talks. He's hanging off the back of the motorbike, explaining things so well. Yeah. You know? Um, and yeah, it's just like a lot of fun to watch. So do you have like a like a race that you're really excited about watching this year or like a team or like anything like that? Or do you yeah. just sort of watch it and enjoy it? No, I mean, I love that the, the literally it's like every week you have something to look forward yeah. to with these. Yeah. I love uh, the spring classics are right. like honestly some of the of best. Yeah. But then like just the the, the grand tours are, right. are awesome as well. I think in terms of like, we didn't really talk about it, but in terms of like my the professionals that I really like yes. root for or follow. Yeah. I like I was I'm a Sagan fanboy, you yes, know, through absolutely. through. Yep. Do I actually think he's like trying this year or yeah, like I what's happening? It's, I don't know either. But like I, every yeah. race, I'm just like I deep down there's something about me that just like pulls Same. for him and like loves Same. him. Even Milan San Remo or oh, whatever yeah. happened the week before, I don't remember which race it was. I was like 
texting someone. I was like, Sagan, he might. Yeah. But he still, like, the positioning was a little bit off. Yes, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had a mechanical during yes, Milan San yeah. Remo, and he didn't yeah. quite get back to the group. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just, like, he just seems like a lot of fun. Yeah. All the his highlight videos are, like, a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way that he can control a bike, he Insane. hops over things. Goes and, up, like, 20 flights of stairs on his bike. Absolutely. Like, doing just, like, stuff. a lot of fun. And, and when he, yeah, like, he's on a different team now, Total Energy. Uh, yep. Um, but when he was with Bora, even before, like just like the team dynamics between him and Daniel Oss, who's yes. like his domestique, yeah, and yeah. pulls him around everywhere. They just like seem to have a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I love Sagan. I have his book. Oh, do you? Okay, yeah. nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like he is entertaining. Yeah. I think he makes the sport entertaining. Agreed. Same thing with like Julian Alaphilippe. Yes, agreed. very entertaining. Yep. Um, you know, you'll see him like bumping like techno like in the team car afterwards yeah. you know yeah, yeah. It, it gives you just like that more like relatable relatable yeah. right i think a lot of the times it's something that we've said before on the podcast that like cycling seems almost alien to people that don't cycle sure you know you put on these big goofy helmets um you put on some sunglasses you you attach yourself to a bike and it, it seems not human yeah to someone that might just be driving by you on a car yep and some people have the attitude of like cyclists shouldn't be on the road and you're, you might not change their mind yeah. and that's fine yeah but i think like just having that connection, that like human connection, that like, hey, I'm just out here like trying to enjoy myself. I know I might look a little bit funny because my helmet's big and you can't see my eyes through these sunglasses yeah. and I'm wearing tight clothes, <laughs> but like, you know, that doesn't make me any better or any worse than you, yeah. you know? So like, yeah, getting to see like Sagan like have fun or yeah. Alaphilippe have fun, yeah, you know, yeah. is like a lot of fun, yeah. Um, yeah, I love pro cycling. I probably watch it more than any, I watch a lot of basketball these days, but okay. I also watch a lot, a lot of pro cycling. Yeah. And yeah, it's on at a convenient time. Yes, very convenient. Yeah, yeah it's right. awesome. For me, it's like I'm on the trainer at six yeah. in the morning, and right. you know, the race just started for me. It's, yeah, yeah, it's easy. Um, <clears throat> I will say that what got me into watching pro cycling was probably two years ago um, when <clears throat> Education First. Yeah. Uh, at the time, they were really starting to break out and do like these alternative like race schedules almost with like Lachlan Morton yes. doing like the gravel stuff right. and like he did the one in the UK that was just like it was like 500 kilometers of just like back country and yes. like with you know I don't know where it was right and, and like they're an American based kind of team so it was yep. like more it was like cool to be able to relate to like these Americans who were like pro cyclists right right um, and doing some of these cool things like Lachlan Morton's like Australian but like yeah uh, a lot of the guys that were on that team yeah like Lawson Craddock and Taylor exactly and, they're like on yes. different teams or like Taylor retired but like yep. they're on different right. teams now like right. Joe Dombrowski's on UAE yep. Yep. um like Michael Woods is on Israel yep. like yep. I still like root for them Absolutely. because they were part of that original Absolutely. crew yeah and yeah, I'm just yeah. like for, for me I just right. like relate to that like OG EF right. and not to mention they have like some of the best kits yes yeah they're yeah, right yeah. those great kits Cannondales. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, their kits are always fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I like EF a lot. Me and too. like what Lachlan does is you it's it seems to be like the more fun side. Oh, he's for still sure. very competitive yes. and like obviously yeah. very strong. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the alt tour that he did yes. last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm gonna ride the original tour route. Yep. Um, and but I'm not gonna like drive in between the stages yeah, like yeah. they do. I'm just he's gonna doing ride the transfers my bike. too. Yeah, 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 he's doing all the transfers and he ended up finishing before the group. Um, he had some, pro but it was just like a lot of fun to, to follow along yep. and it seems more human, yeah. you know, cause he talks about the struggles 
I, you know, I think a lot of the times, especially like in the days of social media, it's like everyone shares just the positive things in yeah, their lives, for you sure. know, like, oh, I got these new shoes or like, I got this new bike, but yeah. no one's like, oh, I'm having like a bummer of a day. Yeah. Or, you like, know? or I'm injured or something like that. Right, like right. he's like wearing sandals because he's like, my knees bothering right, me. My knees bothering part, me. When I saw that, I was like, God, I was like, thank God. I was like, I thought I was the only one that ever got like overuse right. injuries and stuff. Yeah, I was like, right. Because I never hear anybody else complain about that no, kind of stuff. No. And like, you see, it's them, very like, rare. Exactly, Everyone like yeah. holds their cards very close yeah. to their chest when it comes to like the the issues that yep. they have yeah they're very quick to say like when they're doing well yeah for sure but a lot more reserved but like that's that's part of being human yep. right it's like you're gonna have ups and downs yep. and like hopefully the downs aren't that low yeah but it's gonna happen yeah yeah, yeah. and it just ma it makes it more relatable yeah right definitely yeah, yeah. that's yeah. why it was nice to see him like you know, he's like, God, I feel like shit today. Yeah. You know, and he's like drinking like Coke and eating a ton. He's like, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do this. Or yeah. like I said, he's wearing the sandals because his knees hurt. Right. And I'm like, oh my God. I was like, right. this guy is human, you know, but right. he's doing crazy shit. But like, absolutely crazy you know, shit. Yeah. It's wild because you always yeah. see the pros and they're like, you know, a lot of times like they're never injured throughout the season and then they right. do get an injury and you're like, oh wow, like, right. you know, wow, they do actually get overuse injuries just like us, right. like average people. Right. You know, it's wild. Yeah. Um, okay, just one last thing I'd like to talk yeah, about before yeah, we get sure. out of here. Um, I'd like to know if you have like any sort of like go-to pro tip. Mm. I don't want to like take anything away from you, but one thing that another thing that you said to me sort of recently yep. was to like when you're pedaling, focus on like using your your glutes. Oh yeah, that was been a game. That's a that. So that I was thinking about this yeah. because I that was one. So I have two. Okay, great. And again. Pro tip again, very new to cycling. Oh right, we're not, not like, pros. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. not pros pro tip here. in the most amateur way yes, possible. Yes, the most amateur way. Right, I'm probably the. Strongest. And it might, and this might not work for for anyone else. Yeah, but the, when you said that glute thing to me, yes. it like I, something that I've been consistently thinking about. Yeah. was like driving from my full leg up to my glute instead of like yes. just focusing on hamstrings or quads or whatever, yes. right? But like putting your full leg into it, yeah, which in turn like puts your full body into it. So right, exactly, and I think that's something that I. Uh, something that's like, you know, a common like thing that people think is like, oh, you got to have like really strong quads to be yep. able to, to ride a bike. Yep. But the quads really don't actually power your pedal stroke very, maybe 25%. Yeah. Or the glutes are contributing like 60%. Yeah. So I think I talked to you about this a while ago. I've always, I've been on the quest for the perfect bike fit for like three years. Yes. yes. And there's a guy that I go and see um, up at Wheelworks in Belmont, uh, Ed Sassler. So, Great, great, I've read a ton of reviews off of him. Yeah. Um, you know, he, and I've had a ton of bike fits in, in my, you know, in doing all this. I've had uh, the Red Tool where they hook up, you know, the, the sensors and yeah. you, they, you can see the angles and all this stuff. I've yeah. gone to, you know, a ton of different guys, people that have, that have done this. And Ed, I went and saw just based off of purely reviews and like yeah. recommendations, things like that. And he doesn't use any of that. He's purely like, I want to see you pedal, yeah. you know, in, in his mind and how it works. Like he can see like, your range of motion and he does all these things. And yeah. like, I've been in the same position for the, the last year now, but what Ed did too, is he explained how to pedal a bike to me. He's yeah. like, he explained how to use certain uh, muscles during a pedal stroke to be like the most efficient, but also the most powerful. Yeah. Cause he was telling me that, uh, I don't know, he like broke both of his legs or something like that. And I could begin wow. the story totally wrong, but he's like, when, you know, you learn to walk. Right. And he's like, when you ride a bike, he's like, people try to transfer like how to walk onto a bike and yeah. it's totally different. Yeah. He's like, when I, you know, was injured or whatever happened to him, he's like, I wanted to teach myself how to ride a bike before I could relearn how to walk. And he figured out how to like use the most out of each of his muscle groups to do yeah. a pedal. So anyways, long story short. Yeah, no, it's interesting. He, uh, 
he was telling me how to use my glutes to yeah. pedal a bike. Yeah. And it was really a game changer for me because I was like, oh, I'm going to mash and just use my quads. You right. Know? Because you really only use your quads over like the top to get over the top of the pedal stroke. Sure. You know, a little bit, maybe 10 to 15% of the bottom. Yeah. But the glutes you're using from the top of the pedal stroke all the way down through the bottom. Yeah. Because the glute is such a big muscle and there's right. so many, like uh, so much power that's there. Yeah. That you really need to be putting your body into each pedal stroke. Right. And like that's really, for me, I would say if you can like, get on a trainer or go up like a really like two, 3% hill, yep. get into like where you're pedaling like 70 RPM mm -hmm. and just let your body fall into each pedal stroke and yep. just like neurologically think, use your brain to like tell your glutes to yeah. like pedal the bike. Right, right. And like once you do it a few times, it makes a lot of sense. And then like, you know, when we're like in your on, like on the front in a group ride, just like get down and like use your glutes. Yeah. And it's just totally a game changer. It's yeah. been a game changer for me. It was for me. I, when you said it to me, yeah. it was something that like, I mean, obviously, you know that there's muscles there, but like, I think a lot of people like you, like people mash all yeah, the time. People, yeah. it's all about like the downstroke, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's, that might only be like 40% of the actual yeah. pedal stroke, yeah. right? So like, what about that other 60%? What other muscles are you activating? You know, yeah. and like people might say like, oh, I have huge calves, but like some people don't use their calves at hardly ever. The calves really, the way he explained it to me is like they only are really used to assist right the your, flexibility your, your leg over yes. the pedal stroke they right. actually like they're not contributing to power at all right it's like right. it uses like a stabilizer almost sure you sure know? yeah but the glutes man i'm telling you if you can figure out and there's good videos on youtube too but if you can figure out how to use your glutes to yeah. pedal yeah you're, you'll be so much stronger seriously yeah. and then so second pro tip that yeah. i thought about <clears throat> was something that I, my coach told me back when i was doing triathlon um and it's and I see this a lot of times on group rides, um, and I see it a lot of times, um, even just like during some races too, is people stand up and get out of the saddle yeah. way too often. Yeah, um, I'm a like, victim of that. And like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do. I like just like you know, feel, I feel like a kid again yes, or something. Yeah, but yeah. like so for so what I would my takeaway for that and my tip is like only get up and stand out of the saddle if you absolutely have to yep. um especially like during a race it's like the being out of the saddle is like the least efficient way right. to like pedal the bike right. and like that and then you're also up and you're like not arrow or like you it's, know right right the drag is crazy yeah. but if you can remain seated as long as you can yeah. that would be my other pro tip as well interesting yeah because i think people do stand up a lot especially yes. on climbs yes exactly you know but, but they'll keep it in a harder gear yeah. and just stand up yep. instead of shifting it to an easier gear and staying down. Agreed, yeah. yeah. And so like positioning alone, like you said, like yep. you're, you're say you're in the drops and you're really low yeah. and you're nice and efficient yeah. and then all of a sudden you stand up, that's like you're like almost doubling yeah, the yeah, amount yeah. of your body that's yep. in the wind and yeah. in the elements, right? And, and like I don't – if you've ever had the feeling of when – you're like going really hard up a hill, yeah. but your arms begin to tire yeah. too because you're swaying the bike back yeah. and forth. Absolutely. Like the, you, the, the energy that you're using to, to try to get up that hill right. when you could like shift down on the small ring and like right. spin it like 80 RPM or whatever it yeah. is. If you stay seated, save yeah. so much more energy. Yeah. So that, that's my other pro tip, I guess. Well, that's good to know. I also, I also stay in the big ring for everything though too, so I don't go into the small ring. You don't? No. Yeah. Today, no small ring? No. Yeah, I don't know if I went. I don't think anything today. warranted the small ring. No, there I don't was think there's so. one hill that we went out 
for the group ride two week two or three weeks ago. Yep. When we went out into like Western. Oh yes, yes. There was one hill. Yes. That was like it hit ten percent, and I was like going at like sixty RPM, and I was <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, God, yeah. I should shift down. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, Nope. <laughs> You're generally a lower RPM rider. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Some yeah, people yeah. spin a lot. Yes. Some people uh, spin a little bit slower. Yeah. I think for a long time, people like you you would watch videos or whatever, and they'd be like, You need to be between eighty five and ninety RPM, and that's wrong. I would say personal. Personal, personal preference, preference for personal sure at the end of the day like you see chris Froome, right yeah he does like 110 rpm yep. looks right. like a, a maniac right? yeah right right but right. then there's guys that do like 75 and it's yep. just i would say whatever works for you and right. whatever you're comfortable whatever doing. you feel comfortable yeah. in is probably the right rpm exactly right? don't be like i try to mimic chris i need to Froome. be doing 90 yeah. i need to be doing 100 yeah. right yeah. well if 100 isn't comfortable yeah. and you're hurting yourself exactly. then, then it's then it's no good yeah yeah yeah, yeah. definitely Cool. Well, uh, is there anything else you'd like to talk about before we get out of here? No, just awesome. Thanks for having me, man. No I problem. I really, really enjoy uh, listening to your guys, the podcast. Oh, thank you your so videos. much. It's an uh, honor to be on here. Thanks. We'd love to have you back, like a more of a roundtable situation yeah, yeah. where we can, you know, sort of bounce ideas off each other. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I look forward to trying to hang onto your wheel at Natchog in a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah me um, too. It'll be. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, dude. Looking yeah. forward to it. All right, cool. Thank you very much, Jake. All right, thanks, John. All right, bye. <laughs> Hey y'all, John here with a quick ad read to shout out our sponsors before the end of the episode. If you've seen our club kits, then you know who we're talking about. We've got Bomb Burritos out of Westerly, Rhode Island, A Guy and His Pie from Providence, Rhode Island, and PVD Donuts also from Providence, Rhode Island. In addition to those three great food spots, you have Decaf Left Media producing this podcast and other podcasts like it, as well as Noon Hydration and Honey Stinger. Currently, a a code going around for 25% off all waffles at HoneyStinger.com. That code is WAFFLEWEEK25. That's W-A-F-F-L-E-W-E-E-K-2-5. Use that code at checkout at HoneyStinger.com to receive 25% off all waffles through the month of March in 2022. Thanks for listening to the show and see you on the next one. Decaf left, regular right. Decaf left, regular right. It's very challenging work.